0: Hey there. I'm Kevin Daisy and I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners podcast where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hello everyone. Thank you for joining us for another live recording of the Managing Partners podcast. My name is Kevin Daisy and I'm your host. I'm also the founder of Array Digital where we exist to help law firms fill their case pipeline using digital marketing. And today, I have a special guest, Danae Matthews. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for joining me. Take the time. I know you're you're busy. We got to chat a little bit behind the scenes, talking about kids, talking about work, <laughs> lots of emails.
1: Lots of emails. Um,
0: so I said, "What? are you an attorney or something? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so this doesn't like, make sense. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Danae, let's get right into it. You know, uh, tell me your story. What, you know, personal life, what are you into? What, what What's going on in your world? And as well as what was that moment that really defined, the finding moment, I guess, uh, where you decided to become an attorney?
1: Man, what do I like to do? You know, what I like to do is not always necessarily what I do right? Because I have three children, I'm married, and then I'm running my own business. And so I like to read. I like to watch TV by myself and and have those (laughs) moments of just serene peace. For Christmas, I ask for a foot massager for that single purpose. Um, But it doesn't mean that that's always what I do, right? And so, but I enjoy my life as a mom and a wife um, and a business owner. And so um, my firm particularly kind of falls in a place where I take my personal lifestyle and what I believe in and a God first method, family second, and everything else is a close third. And I kind of put that into my business and the way I interact with my clients and my staff, making sure that we are creating well-rounded individuals. And so I kind of just spend a lot of time pouring into myself and pouring into my family and others. And then I take that time always, every (laughs) week, practically every day, even if it's for 15 minutes to pour into myself. I think that's very, very important to make sure that you are solid before anybody else.
0: I love it. absolutely love it. And yeah, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. Not at all. And you can't help your clients, your staff, your family.
1: Right. I mean, you can do it, but you might not be doing it well. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: No, that's a good point for anyone listening, a business owner, you know, attorneys, I'm a business owner as well. Like, you know, there's a lot of things you want to do and prefer to do, but there's a lot of things you, you have to do.
1: (laughs) A lot that you have to do that really in owning a business, I did not understand when I first started all the things that you have to do. So.
0: So, what, uh, so starting the business, let's get a little bit more about the firm and yourself. Uh, when did you become an attorney and what kind of led you down that path?
1: Yes, I actually graduated from law school in 2012, but I actually started practicing in 2014. I had two babies in the midst of all of that. But honestly, I wanted to be an attorney since I was in high school. I set out on a goal. I accomplished the goal and did exactly what I kind of wanted to do. And so originally, I wanted to represent abused women and children and kind of help them navigate their situation. But over the course of a good couple years and interning in law school, I realized I don't think that's what I'm necessarily supposed to do, being so limited to abuse women and children specifically. And so I kind of stopped doing that and focused more so on the family in its entirety um, and more so divorces and custody and child support issues um, and helping people navigate that. And then, oddly enough, um, it kind of came full circle in 2019 uh, when I got the opportunity to assist someone who needed some help from an attorney perspective in DFACS cases, so Department of Family and Children's Services. And I said, Mm -hmm. again, Lord, I don't think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I tried this as an intern. I don't think this is going to be right. And my grandmother had passed in February of 2019, and that had rocked my world. And so this is two, three months later, opportunity fell in my lap and I prayed about it and decided to take it. And it was probably the best thing I could have done. And so now I'm doing what I originally set out to do, but also doing what I think I was kind of, you know, shifted and molded to do instead in in this whole big picture fashion. And so I, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving
0: it. Awesome. I'm sure grandma is proud and probably what she should be doing. So yeah. excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. And you know, kind of see more about, you know, where you've come from and, and what your goals were and hitting those goals and having your own, you know, your own firm. So what are some of the ways so far that you've you've really... What's worked well, I guess, for you as far as uh, gaining business, getting new clients and some of the things maybe you've done that have been successful maybe from a marketing standpoint, outreach standpoint. Uh, just for the listeners, like what's worked for you and your marketplace and where are you physically located actually as well?
1: Oh, I didn't even say that, did I? Ooh. Um, so my firm is in Metro Atlanta. We are a virtual law firm. We've been virtual since the conception in 2014. So we didn't just make the shift in COVID. So it was actually quite refreshing to kind of just have court at home and all those things because we were used to being at home anyways. Um, but we're in Metro Atlanta and your other question.
0: I, yeah. About clients and, and what you've yeah. done so far to get clients. And also everyone listening website is below. If you're watching, it's below on your screen. If you're listening, it's done. Matthews law uh, done. Matthews So it's D U N N Matthews Go check that out. You can learn more about her, connect with her, reach out to her, any referral passing, or just if you're interested to, to learn more about her and how she's done what she's done. So yeah, I, go ahead.
1: I, it has been an adventure. I will say, I think, you know, obviously word of mouth is amazing and fantastic. And, you know, people trust you because they were referred to you by someone else. Um, And that always makes the job a little bit easier because they know that you've got what it takes to do what they need you to do. Um, but over the course of years, I've done so many things. I did a billboard. I've, you know, done some social media by myself, which horrible, horrible. (laughs) Stay in your lane. I try to stay in my lane and know what I'm, you know, what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. And so... But what I found to work is very, very consistent social media gets those people who see you or know what you do, but they see you very consistently and they know what you do and what you believe and all of that and weaving in not just the legal aspects, right? Because we're human beings, Mm -hmm. attorneys are human beings and people want human beings. Um, And some people want the bulldog and just the bulldog and that's perfectly fine. But I think it's important to make sure people know and understand who you are as well as what the law says. So being very consistent in my social media, um, I started a live series called um, Conversations with Danae, Your Family Law and Wellness Needs. Um, So that runs live once a month, and then it's turned into a podcast. And so I found, I was very nervous to start it, first of all, um, (laughs) but I found that a lot of people actually enjoy it and they download it and they send me emails about it and how it has helped them. And so I try to, again, we focus on the entire person at our firm and not just whatever their legal matter is. And so i found that by weaving in those things, that it actually speaks to my ideal client. And so those are really the two things that I have focused mo- more so on is, is getting in front of people, on the camera, on lives, and just posting videos and things of that nature because people then understand who I am.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. And I think that was an important thing you said there was your ideal client mm-hmm. and understanding what that yes. ideal client is. <laughs> yes. and I think for anyone, anyone listening, like who is your actual ideal client? And I think... Yeah. Some people just hit the case, you know, if you're word of mouth, it's kind of like you get what you get and you you get referrals. uh, But when you want to start tailoring that and say, all right, well, who do I really want and who mm-hmm. do I work with best? Who I help? You know, who do I really want to help? And your social media should reflect that and it should be also real and not faked, right? So mm-hmm. that's I love what you're doing with that. And it sounds like it's working really well. And you also use StreamYard, which is what we're using. I do mm-hmm. right now. So I got a StreamYard expert here. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about it, but you know, I'm on the intermediate level, maybe.
0: <laughs> hey, most most larger firm large firms don't have a podcast and stream on Right. social media live like so that you're doing that consistently is is awesome and it, it's i've gotten many clients over my years where i post on videos on linkedin and i engage with people and they become clients and they're already ready to be a client because they felt they're like i feel like i know you even though i don't, haven't met you before and so they allows them to connect with you and especially with people divorced they have questions it takes time research mm-hmm. thought right. so they need you know if they're constantly getting some advice from you over time um, and they try to, you know, they finally make that decision that they need to go forward. There's a good chance they're going to call you. Yeah, agree. So, so I think it it's a
1: it's lot to, to strategize a case and prep a case. And a consultation, in my opinion, is, is not enough. Yeah. Um, and you've got to be really good at selling in order to be able to you know do some things in a consult. And so I think it, for those of us who are not great at selling, I am not great at selling, I am horrible. <laughs> at selling myself, right? Because we're all our own worst enemy. And I crawl into a back corner when it comes to selling (laughs) and I I don't like doing it. And I'm constantly investing in myself also behind the scenes and how to do that. And I still suck at it, but I think people knowing me from other avenues and things I put forth is it makes it a little easier. I'm not really selling myself, I've kind of already done the work by putting out the content. If that
0: Well, sometimes, you know, people are already sold yeah. and you know, if you're not trying to sell them in some cases that might be more appealing to them and they mm-hmm. might just be more sold. But, um, I, we, we invest a lot into sales and trying to get better, um, and not from a perspective of like you know I want I don't want to sell any client anything that's not a good mm-hmm. fit right agreed. That's the last thing I want to do. But when I know it's a good fit and I know I can help you, right? Then it's it makes it a lot easier to say, Hey, listen, we know we can help you, and yeah. I'm willing to bet on it. And here, what what else do you need from me to see that you know this is the right fit?
1: Yeah,
0: agreed. Um, so you know it, it gets a little easier over time as you you start to go, Okay, I know I can help this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of lock in and say, "All right, well, <laughs> I'm gonna bug you to death until you, know, <laughs> you give me a res- give me an answer." Oh, <laughs> um, it's funny. I had a law firm, uh, and I know we're talking about sales, but um, I had a law firm, a new law firm client of ours, because so we do do some mm-hmm. marketing law firms, and um, they actually said, th- I was like, "Man, I'm bugging, I'm bugging these people to death," and um, they actually said, "Hey, we appreciate it because we're busy yeah. and we need your help, uh, but we're just too busy." So thanks for calling us. And following up so much because mm-hmm. otherwise they would have dragged their feet.
1: It's going to go in those emails that we talked about before we hopped on. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, you know up <laughs> over and over and over again, I'm, I'm probably going to take some action.
0: Yeah. Danae sent me her bio about five minutes ago.
1: Literally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You oh, no, I, I think it's a good point. Though. A good point for attorneys listening and mm-hmm. uh, managing partners. You got to be good at, you know, you're an attorney, you're running a, a firm, you you have to be good at sales. Yeah. And again, uh, you're not trying to take advantage of people, but if you know you can help, um, you why know, well, choose you? And at that point, you have to be good at selling yourself and, and what makes you different and explaining right. those things. So, right. And I think Danae does a good job because she doesn't just... You know, she brings some personal things and her viewpoints into things, and some people might like it, some people will be drawn towards it. So mm-hmm. um, and, and that's her that ideal client.
1: It's kind of like it, it doesn't really fit my ideal client, right? I want individuals who I can speak to about certain things, and they don't have to necessarily believe in God, but they've got to believe in something right <laughs> that is higher than themselves because I don't care if you meditate, I don't care if you know our Buddhism or I don't I don't care, right? But I do care that you believe in something. Thing because at the end of the day, when we're attacking a domestic litigation case, I've got to have you like of sound mind, and I have to because otherwise, the attacks that are being made against you are going to tear you apart, or you're going to be the attacker, and the court is not going to look at you nicely. And then that's not going to make my job easy, and that's just not, you know, not going to work.
0: Love it. Ideal customer (laughs) everyone should do the exercise of figuring out, you know, writing down who is the ideal customer, what do they look like. Look at your clients and say, hey, the perfect clients, the ones that I just we're just so amazing. What makes them amazing? And document that and say, okay, this is the type of people I want to work with. Agree. And change your marketing, your messaging, your sales, and then say you gotta be able to say no. And that's a big thing. Like right now, we're only taking two clients on per month. And I'm kind of like, you know, reluctant to do that, but because we're we're just trying to throttle things right now. And it's just and also saying no, especially I'll have friends reach out, hey, can you do this? You know, we only work with law firms, and that's it. It's sometimes tough to say I no. That's
1: really important because sometimes, especially as attorneys, we get so bogged, like the, the numbers have to flow through the door, right? We yeah. have to make the money. We have to pay our staff. We have to do all the things. And so we question, should I just, should I go ahead and take this client because we need to make another X amount of dollars by the end of the year or by the end of this month or quarter?
0: Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of ArrayLaw. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at arraylaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. Or my um, goal, you know, that's that, yeah.
1: Right, but we're only thinking short-term when we do that. And then in five months, we don't get along with that client and potentially they're gone anyways because yeah. we, we decided to part ways. And so really, is that helping you? Or is that, I, I think you have to really... Um, about that and be willing to say no. And yeah, a hundred percent.
0: And agree. yeah, in the past we've done that where we I've signed a client and been like, that's not a good fit. Yeah. Or you know, you have sales. If you have other salespeople in your team, then mm-hmm. they're trying to make their numbers, and they're trying to push through. Hey, I want to close this deal and, and sign this client. And in some cases, this has got to be it's not a fit. Here's why. Right. And then you have your team. That's the deal with it too. Right. Uh, so now your staff's going, Hey, sign this client. Like this is terrible. So. <laughs> right. Right.
1: This person's ever yeah. send me out or they hung yeah. up on me or you know, and that's not an environment. it
0: trickles everybody. down. The team's affected by that, right. and then and if you lose a client, then the teams affected by that. Right. And especially when you're like, you know what? I knew they were going to lose that client because I knew they weren't a fit yep. and we signed them anyway. So you're
1: slapping yourself at that point too. Like, darn it. Um, but it's a, it's a tough job managing a law firm and managing the team and, you know, planning and figuring out what you're going to do and not just going day to day. It's tough.
0: That's what this show is all about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, next question. So, so I love what you're doing with social media and going live and the, the podcast is amazing. I want to share more about that if we can too. Is some of that linked off your website?
1: So what I do is I then take the um, live series and I put it onto my website on, the, on a blog page. Excellent. Um, okay. as opposed to people having to click multiple different places. But they can certainly find the podcast, Conversations with Danae, Your Family Law and Wellness Needs, on Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, um, Buzzsprout. But all that stuff, you know, the the live itself is on um, Excellent. our web.
0: Okay, I see that on the blog page. So, yeah, if you navigate um, to dunematthewsfirm.com, there's a blog tab. You can click on that, and it's the uh, Your Family Law and Wellness Needs. Um, If you're searching for that anywhere else. So excellent. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, So uh, shift gears a little bit. Uh, What, you know, what is your plans really for the future? What's uh, 2022? You got any goals set up uh, at this point? Have you done some pre-planning? And then maybe what's, you know, the next three to five years, what is in your mind for what you want to accomplish?
1: You know, so 2022, my ultimate goal is to be able. I don't have any associates yet, um but I have a. I feel like I'm at a place where it's kind of just a little too much for me and my paralegals <laughs> and and all that. And so I'm hoping that in 2022 I'll meet my revenue goals so that we can hire an associate or a, of counsel or somebody to come in and help us. Because what I do enjoy is working on the business. I don't. I am nowhere near a place where I no longer want to litigate cases. I am a Litigator. Don't like contracts. I don't like any of that stuff. I'm a litigator. And so I do want to be able to hire another attorney to be able to help with those things in 2022. And I think that's my main goal for the year. Um, And then increasing my, you know, attorney to attorney or other professional relationships because I did fall off on that. I was very good at that at one point in time. And then I fell off and my coach is kind of just like, you need to get back on it. You need to get back on it. And I'm like, "Ah, I want to, Um, but no, I have to. So those are my goals for 2022. And I've always envisioned a remote firm because when I, when I decided to do my own law firm, I'd never really wanted to work for someone else. But what I did know is that I wanted to be home for my kids when they came home from school. I wanted to be able to go to their events whenever they had them and not have to rely on someone else to tell me whether I could or couldn't. This morning, before this, I was at a PTA event trying to collect money for the school dance this weekend. I want to be able to do those things, right? And so, but what I've kind of realized now that I like have a team around me, I I realized that all remote may not necessarily be something that I want to do in that three to five year range. Um, And so what we've kind of been experimenting with is meeting once a month. Um, So we've been meeting for lunch. um, And then last month in November, we decided to actually meet and do a work day in-person, you know, like a training day and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm just kind of playing with a couple of things to determine if I want to change over the next few years to more of a hybrid model. Um, I never want to take away the full, the remote option because I like being able to do the things that I'm doing. Um, but I think a hybrid model is something that we're going to be shifting into as well as expanding our team.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Great goals. I love that. Uh, bringing on an associate would be huge. Yeah. Um and we yeah we're um we're hybrid now meaning in this case most of our people are remote uh, mm-hmm. at home we do have a handful of us that go to an office so we still have an office and that's been a debate for a little while um i think we're the same way i think we see in the future more people coming back to the office but most people will still probably be remote. Yeah. Uh, but I think to, to grow a solid leadership team and, and continue the culture it's important to have some in-person meetings. Yeah. We just well, did a, a manager. Of, like,
1: you know how people do those rope courses and yeah. all those type of team building things. <laughs> we have not done those. I find them cool. I see them on social media and they look cool. Um but We just though, did, like, I just
0: did that on Friday.
1: Did you? Was it fun?
0: Yep. We had a managers retreat so I have uh katia she lives in F- jacksonville florida she's our hr hr manager <clears throat> jamal it lives in nashville he's moved from here from where i'm from in virginia but he's our project manager and so we flew in a few folks mm-hmm. uh me and my business partner live near each other and we did a, a manager's retreat with a coach all morning and then we went and had lunch and then we did uh like go-karts and there's a rope course there and all kinds of stuff oh
1: wow. yeah that sounds fun
0: yeah, I gotta get on with it. Come on.
1: Yeah, and then you get to know each other more, and outside of just the meetings that you might have on Zoom or whatever platform, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Cool. I was doing that every six months before the pandemic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that's the first time we've done it in a little while. So, and then we had our uh, Christmas party this weekend. So, that's um, so that was really cool. I had about sixteen people come. all the Although we, we would have had a lot more if, but you know, with COVID and Mm -hmm. everyone traveling we we got a good amount of people but not everybody so yeah
1: COVID's definitely changed things but I think at the same time it's opened some eyes as well to relate like the way we have our relationships and how we interact with other people and you know all of that you miss I miss people (laughs) a little bit
0: I agree gotta get back (laughs) you know gotta be cautious but I'm you know ready to get back to normal yeah so yeah. But well, thanks so much for sharing. I, I love what you're doing. The goals, the uh, your the view you have on things. Uh, you, you have an ideal client. You don't take on bad clients. I think that's that's a hard one right there. That's that's a really hard thing. Or even thinking about sales. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's something I think uh, people either they got it or they or they feel like they got it or they don't. But yeah. they don't really focus on trying to get better at it. Um, and you know, the social media and stuff you're doing too. So. I just think everything you share today is, is great for people to hear, especially that, you know, you're for your full remote, you know, going to hybrid. So there's, there's some big decisions there for you. Um, yes. But they're thinking about those things I think is, is really cool and very important. So um, everyone again, check out her website. She's got the um, her content on there as well on her blog page um, to see what she's doing there with her lives and the podcast. Is there any other way um, you'd like people to connect with you if they want to reach out? Because most of our uh, audience is going to be attorneys. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, But any way they can connect with you otherwise?
1: Um, I would say follow us on social media, um, Instagram, we're at at DMatthewsFirm. We're on Facebook, obviously. Um, It's at Dunn Matthews Firm. Unfortunately, there's a a mix up in in all that, the handles. But um, I would say follow us there. Um, Share our content. Even we do a lot of inspirational posts, um, advice type posts that are non. You know they're not legally legal related, um, and I think that would share it. Feel free to share it with your um, viewers as well. Um, sign up, uh, follow us on Spotify, like I said before, Google Podcasts, YouTube. We are trying to get our YouTube subscribers up. That is a very difficult thing.
0: <laughs> it's a different uh, animal.
1: That's a whole different thing. And I know there, it's ran by Google and all this kind of stuff. And I'm trying to fully understand it, but I don't. Um, so follow us on YouTube.
0: I just well. did. As we're talking, um, <laughs> just, you got a new subscriber right now.
1: Subscribe. Look, I said follow. My son I, talks about me all the time. that I use the wrong lingo <laughs> when it comes to YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel.
0: I just um, started following your Instagram as well. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, another thing I just saw. You, you say this on your Instagram, so I didn't know this. Uh, flat fees.
1: Yes, I did not mention that.
0: You yeah, do flat fees. Flat okay, fee-fer. that's 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 unique. Yeah. Because not everyone can. I think some states you might not be able to. Yeah. But, um, We're just
1: one that you can, and we are completely flat fee. We've been flat fee since 2019. Excellent. Um, and I just, I didn't want to deal, we still keep track of time, right? Because I can still ask for attorney's fees higher than what I billed my client. Um, And so I, I. I just got tired of it. I got really tired of it and the client not knowing what to expect and me not knowing what to expect and having to hunt down dollars. And I got yeah. tired of it. I really did. And so we made the shift.
0: Awesome. Well, good. that's great. Yeah. That's, I mean, again, uh, I know uh, I've had a few good guests on here that have gone that direction or started that way um and i've only heard good things and i know in some areas you can't like i think florida might be one you can't do that but um yeah it's an interesting take and i think um i see more and more switching to that model
1: yeah i've seen it all around um and i was just having a conversation with my husband the other day like should i switch to hybrid and do some things early and some things not and i said nah
0: (laughs) yeah you go right back to it yeah we do the same thing we used to be you know um by the hour, and we used to do support for websites and count mm-hmm. the, the hours. And we just have flat rate, unlimited okay. everything, and just it's you know, so much easier and less headaches. And
1: more confusing than just doing hourly and, and having to deal with that. So,
0: <laughs> yep, 100%. Well, thanks for sharing everything you had today. I think a lot of good things there. If everyone's listening, you know, she shared a lot of little tidbits there. I think any firm could learn from. And especially if you're starting out, if you're uh, trying to hang your own shingle and go out on your own, um, some of the stuff you should want, I think you should think about. So anything else before we go?
1: No, I think that's it. Thank you for having me. I, I enjoyed it. It was a blast.
0: No, thanks so much. I love everything you had to say. And uh, everyone, this will be up soon. If you're watching, listening, uh, arraylaw.com forward slash podcast. Um, we also have the Managing Partners Newsletter, which goes out every week, we feature episodes that are upcoming. Uh, we'll share this as live soon, um, so those will be shared in our newsletter. Uh, we also have the book club. So any of our attorneys out there that have been guests that also have written a book, um, we have a book club. So we feature books by the attorneys. Most of the books are to help attorneys uh, run their businesses and things like that. So it's it's got a it's a really good list of books that we have coming out. So. Uh, but take a look. If you want to sign up for that newsletter, reach out to us. Uh, Danae will probably already put you in there, so you'll be getting that soon. And uh, so, yeah, check out her stuff. And Danae my team are reaching out. And uh, once it's up on YouTube and, and all that stuff, you can share that as well throughout your followers. And then, of course, if you need help, if you need help marketing your firm, uh, growing your firm through SEO, advertising, social media, some of the things like Danae is doing here, that's what we do, website design, development. Uh, We help firms grow. So reach out to us. Got any questions? I'm happy to answer those. And uh, that's it. So have a blessed day. You as well. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Danae, you saying hang on with me for a second. We'll talk backstage. Everyone else, have a great day.
1: Bye.